to the first episode of the Living Yellow podcast. I am so excited to be recording this for you guys. And right now, with me, I actually have my best friend, Annalise. (laughs) I feel like the intro to podcasts are like the hardest part. They really are. (laughs) Honestly, I didn't really know how to do it. So this is just what you're going to have to deal with until I get used to this. So... Hey guys, Future Ashlyn here. So I was just editing the podcast and I know it's a pretty long one. So if you don't want to listen to us ranting about TikTok and how our week has been, then I would skip to about 13 minutes. That's whenever we actually get into the actual topic. So today we're going to be talking about dealing with anxiety. And I feel like that is super prevalent in our age group right now. Annalise is 16. I'm 18 all high schoolers and then everybody's a little pressed they need a little bit of a yes talk especially right now like with all that's going on in the world like i don't want to i feel like this podcast doesn't need to be about what's going on it just needs to be kind of like an escape but definitely anxiety is one of the biggest things that satan is just trying to attack us with right now Mm -hmm. especially in our generation but literally everyone's dealing with it so before we get in I actually want to do this thing every week called a weekly wrap. So I listen to the Health Code podcast and it's literally my favorite podcast. Like if y'all haven't listened to it, you just need to go. You can shut this off if you want to go listen to them, but then come back. So like, yeah, come back. Yeah, come back. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to hear what I have to say. But um, so they talk about how their week has been going and basically it's just kind of like a vlog but like without the video. So you're just talking about like what you've done all week, what your goals are, and then kind of like what you're looking forward for next week. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning. Like this is my first time doing a podcast. (laughs) Like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of scared, kind of excited. So I mean, it's my first podcast I've been hosting. I was interviewed in one for the school, but that was like for something totally different. And so it's kind of like nerve-wracking. It's different. Yeah. But it's kind of more exciting because you're not, like, forced to talk about, like, different topics. School stuff. Yeah. And literally not having to do a school right now, so that's amazing. Okay, but can we talk about that? It's, like, nice not having to do a school right now, but then also, like, like, it's so weird. Like, just having to, like, be not... Like, we've literally been... We've literally been with each other for, like, a whole week. Just, like, every day, like, hey, are you coming over? No, are you coming over? <laughs> literally. So, like... I think it's, like, kind of cool because I'm, like, well, I get to see, like, what homeschoolers do. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of fun. But I hate that it's my senior year. I saw this TikTok that was, like, really funny. TikTok. And because TikTok has definitely taken over my life. Basically, it's an addiction, but it's Mm -hmm. fine. (laughs) Especially with no school. That's Um, our next podcast, dealing with our TikTok addiction. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just change our podcast right now to dealing with TikTok. Um, But basically... Um, I saw this TikTok that was like, whenever school was going on, and it was like, I want to go, but I can't. I'm tired. Do you know that sound? No. Do y'all know that sound? I don't. Leave it in the comments if you know that sound, if you're a true um, TikTok addict. Mm-hmm. 
but um it's like i'm tired i don't want to go but i'm tired and then it's like now that school's canceled i want to yeah go. i just see that <laughs> it's like i want to be at school literally how i'm feeling like i Honestly, no. That's a lie. Yeah. I kind of like school. I don't. Last year, I didn't like school because junior year is hashtag. Yeah. That's how I feel right now because I used to like school, kind of. Because, you know, you get to see your friends. Like, you get to not learn. I mean, it's not really <laughs> the fun part, but uh, kind of have to do that part. But it's so, like, good to, like, see people every day. Yeah. See, junior year, I only have three classes, like, actual classes. And, like, two of them are basically blow-offs. Like, I'm in AP Environmental Science, which is, like, fun for me because I actually like learning about the environment. And, like, honestly, you kind of teach yourself in that class. So, like, in class, you're just doing, like, different experiments and labs, which is really fun. And then I'm in Academic English, which I've never been in an Academic English class before. <laughs> and honestly, we don't really do much. Way different than AP Lang. Way <laughs> different from AP Lang. Like, literally, oh, we have to write, like, a half a page essay about our favorite memory of... What a beautiful time. <laughs> <laughs> where we had to literally write about rhetorical analysis in AP Lang. And it just... It wasn't a good time. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe we should just get into weekly wrap because I feel like we're just going to keep talking about like TikTok and stuff. Okay, so basically my weekly wrap is <sighs> I have had so much time on my hands and with that, I have been so lazy. Mm -hmm. um, I have been laying in my bed for hours scrolling through TikTok good. and Instagram and I have these screen time limitations. <laughs> okay. And um, so basically... Let's just put that in quotes real quick. Screen time limitations, everybody. I don't let it stop me. Um, <laughs> because by 12.45 a.m., I have already gotten all my limitations. And it's only 45 minutes into the day. Good. <laughs> Because my sleep schedule is so messed yes. up. Oh my gosh. So basically, first semester, I would go to bed around 8.45, 9. Annalise knows really, this. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. I, I was a grandma. And then it was just so nice. Like, I'd go to bed around 8.45. I'd get a good night's sleep. Then I'd wake up at 6 and then go to school and work out after school, whatever. <sighs> Now that it's been this break, I go to bed at 3 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> last night, uh, that literally <laughs> FaceTiming at 3 a.m., like, somebody told me to go to sleep, I can't. And then, um, waking up at 12, which I hate because I'm a morning person, but honestly, I don't know how to stop myself from going to bed at 3 a.m. at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm just not tired, yeah. and it's kind of sad. Like, literally last night, we were like, okay, like, we need to make sure both of us are up at 9 or 10. Um, Snapchat's each other at 11 o'clock this morning. <laughs> Still in bed. <laughs> hey, but we did work out. So. We did work out. <sighs> Grind doesn't stop. Yeah, basically. I worked out yesterday and today. I already feel like my legs are going to fall off. Ugh. <sighs> um... What else have I done? I've hu literally hung out with Annalise every single day. You know how Except be. for yesterday, yeah. I went to Walmart and laid in bed. That was really it. The first week of break, we did cool stuff, right? Yeah, because yeah, like we did. nothing we actually did stuff. Nothing was like shut down yeah. yet. Now it's like everywhere is shut down. It's so like 
What else do I have to do but fuel my TikTok addiction? Or go to Dunkin'. Dunkin'! <laughs> Dunkin's so good! I want to go again. It's so Literally, let's go later. Yeah, I think we need to. <laughs> it's been a few days. But, oh, I literally went yesterday. I know, I saw that. I was jealous. <laughs> Not gonna lie. The day that Duncan shuts down is the day that my life will be oh over. Oh my gosh, seriously. My TikTok explains it all. Um, <laughs> Annalise Lonnie on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> Cloud chaser. Anyway. <laughs> my um, sister's off on me. I've been wanting, like, more people to hang out, like, to come hang out as a group. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like, no one is allowed to. Yeah. And so that's kind of annoying because I miss my friends. That's also why I want to go back to school is because I freaking miss my friends. Yeah, we tried playing sand volleyball and nobody could come. We yeah. Had like four people. It was, but it was still fun. Four of us. Yeah, it was still fun. But like, I just, I miss being around a lot of other people. And then there's some people that I don't miss being around. <laughs> Tea. <laughs> Literally. Okay, what did... I feel like we basically have the same weekly wrap, but anything you want to add? Everybody really has the same weekly wrap. Like, we're all quarantined. Like, we can see a few people. Like, yes. I'm scared about what school's going to, like, what's going to happen. And that's kind of, like, how everybody's feeling. Yeah, literally, I don't even want to think about it. Being a senior, like, <sighs> it's just all these negative vibes. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. We kind of just have to take it one day at a time. Like, I hate literally. how we have to, like... Literally, like, everybody's, all the, all our parents are just, like, watching the news and, like, freaking out. But, like, that's literally all we can do is just, like, try to find something that'll keep us happy and positive during this yeah, time. Yeah, honestly, I just try to forget about it. Like, just not think about it. Probably that's why I've been so obsessed with TikTok. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've been learning some new dances, though. Hey, um, those are good. The only thing is, I just, <sighs> I can't learn how to throw it back. <laughs> my sister taught me how to throw it back <laughs> your 12 year old sister <laughs> yes literally uh, it's a struggle but um it's definitely something i'm working on and i'm giving to the lord <laughs> um let's just say a prayer real quick uh, <laughs> ashlyn will be able to throw it back by the end of the day <laughs> literally my daily prayer um uh, Lord, just give me the strength. Give me the strength and the courage and the persistence. The grace. To just throw it back. Period. <laughs> Thank you. And that's on period. Callie G. <laughs> Callie, if you're listening. Shout out to you. Every time I say period, I always have to say Callie G after. Oh my gosh. You've ruined me. Good. <laughs> I feel like we can just talking about like not knowing the future and not knowing what's gonna happen with school mm -hmm. and Duncan possibly shutting down. Don't want to talk about it. Um, also, um, whenever I get bored, I eat. Uh, here we are. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Literally, it's like, are you hungry or are you bored? I Both. <laughs> am obsessed with this trail mix. Y'all probably don't even want to know, but I'm just gonna tell you anyways. Y'all um, want to know? I never want to know. <laughs> there's this trail mix. I'm gonna put y'all on real quick. <laughs> It's called Power Up. They saw it at H-E-B and Walmart. Most Walmarts don't carry it, but H-E-B, they got it. Mm -hmm. And it literally has papaya. Wow. Cashews. Amazing. Coconut. Ugh. Mango. Smacks. Oh, what else? Walnuts. Um... Oh my gosh. And cranberries. No raisins. I hate raisins. I don't like coconut. Well, you know what? Suck it. Oh. So... <laughs> Plus, <laughs> it's 
it's so good, but literally every day I finish a bag, and these bags aren't small, guys. They are, um, pretty big. Pretty big, yeah. <laughs> they are pretty big bags, and, I mean, at least it's somewhat healthy, but, like, I don't think it's healthy how much I'm eating it. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's still good energy. Yeah, it's, it doesn't give me I energy. Just, I'm just grabbing on some fruit snacks, some <laughs> yogurt, like what, whatever I could see in my pantry that looks good. <laughs> Literally, you know, when you walk into your pantry and you just stand there and then until like something pops up and then you just get sad because there's nothing that you want. Yeah, basically. Every day. <laughs> Every single day. <laughs> okay, so... We're just going to hop right in to the topic of dealing with anxiety. So, I'm just going to talk about how, what kind of anxiety I deal with, and then Annalise is going to talk about what she deals with, and then we're going to kind of give some tips on how to deal with it, because, I mean, I'm no expert, she's no expert, but... Like, we've gone through stuff that, like, can help. Yeah, um, January, I definitely figured out a lot on how to deal with my anxiety, so we're just going to hop right in. The kind of anxieties that I deal with personally is social anxiety and then nighttime anxiety, mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll elaborate on these a little bit. So social anxiety, I, <laughs> I get so nervous to talk to people. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever people first meet me, they think that I'm very shy because I'm so scared to, like, open up or I'm so scared to even, like, talk to someone. Like, I'm kind of the type of person, like, I wait until someone comes and talks to me. I'm not the first to, like, go out and introduce myself. And I didn't really realize this about myself until, like, <sighs> this past summer, I... I was doing online schooling. <laughs> Rip. Love that. And I was working. And honestly, I just felt like my summer was taken away from me. And I just realized that I had no one to hang out with. Which, like, seems kind of sad, but, like, it's true. And I kind of did it to myself. And I just had one friend that I constantly hung out with. But she was going to college. And she was having to do all this stuff, like, shopping for a dorm. And just getting ready. So I really had nothing to do, and I kind of figured out that I had broken a lot of ties with people because of my anxiety. I had just let the fear of people not liking me and, like, them not wanting to know the true me, which is, like, so wrong. I just had the impression in my head that, like, if I were to go up to anyone or ask to hang out with anyone, that they would be like, ew, no. Or you're scared you'll mess something up. Yeah, like, scared that I'm, I would just do something wrong and then they wouldn't want to be friends with me anymore. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not even going to give my chance, myself the chance to mess up, which is, like, kind of a bad mindset, but that's what I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. And then night anxiety. I'm 18 and I'm still scared of the dark. But, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it mostly, it's not, like, the dark is what scares me. Every single night, I would get so scared. Like, I would be awake in my bed for hours just being, like, okay, what would I do right now if someone broke into my house? Or if someone, like, broke through my window, where would I go? Um, if my house caught on fire, what would happen? How would I save my parents? Like, just stuff like that. And I kind of... 
I knew it was getting bad, but I kind of thought it was normal, not gonna lie. Like, I thought that, like, everyone thinks about that before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. Until I talked to some of my friends, and they were like, bruh, what? And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> That's not normal. Right. And I think it just started to get worse and worse this year. I honestly don't know why. I think it's because I... Honestly... I think it's because I was doing so good in every other part of my life. Satan had to find some way to attack me. So he made me not be able to sleep and to have fear. And I dealt with that for quite a while. It wasn't until January this year that my church, Hope City, check it out online. Pastor Jeremy, he's the MVP. It wasn't until January that my church went through 21 days of prayer. And I was just, I was needing something like so bad just to be able to let go of this anxiety because honestly I didn't know how to handle it like I don't think anyone really knows how to deal with anxiety there was a prayer in the 21 days of prayer book and it was basically a nightly prayer I wish I had it to read it to you guys but honestly I can't find the book after 21 days of prayer I don't know where it went but basically what it said it was like God, like, you are the Lord over my life. I, tonight, like, I trust that you are going to protect me and my family and that you will have guard of angels, like, around my property, that no one will be able to step foot on it, that no one can even come up to the door, that you will block them right at their sight. You will discourage them from whatever ulterior motives that they had and any evil spirits that could be in my house, Lord, just push them away, push them out. They have no authority over my life. And I trust in you and that you will protect me. It was a longer prayer than that, but basically that's kind of the gist of it. And I prayed it every single day for over 21 days, honestly. It helped so much. Like I honestly do not deal with it anymore. Sometimes I'm still scared of the dark, but I'm definitely not staying up for hours and hours and hours, like just pondering like, what would I do if someone yeah. were to break in? Like that's just unhealthy. What type of anxieties do you deal with? Well, um, I would say like, well for me personally, like open up a lot about things. Like it's really hard for me to like talk about my feelings and stuff. So I'm just gonna try to do this as good as I can. So for me personally, it's like one of my big anxieties has to do with school and just like the pressures of doing well and like being successful and all that. And just like how much pressure, not just like teachers, but just like schooling in general puts on somebody. And also like in with that, it has to do with like my image and how um, like trying to be perfect and like not even that, just like feeling like you need to be a certain way and just kind of navigating through like who I should be hanging out with and like how um, I should be dealing with this in general. Just like any like people that I'll come in contact with, like just new people, I would just get like super like nervous, kind of like Ashlyn was saying like with social anxiety, being nervous that you're not gonna fit in or like you need to act a certain way. And for me, like I had to like really like lean into God and the people around me just to like rethink and just understand like that you don't need to be like everybody else and that you're your own person and just with like the people that I would like hang out with and like I would get anxious from like going home and being like maybe I shouldn't have hung out with them because you know like there's some people that like don't have the best influence over you or just staying away from like things like that in general. 
like, I feel like school and, like, my image just, like, tie in all that together because, mm -hmm. like, you want to you wanna do well and stuff, but there's also, like, um, like, pressures and stuff. And for me personally, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of, like, staying away from all that and, like, mm -hmm. not being pressured by other people and just staying with, like, good people around you. But that was, like, one of my biggest anxieties is just, like, figuring out how to navigate my school life and my family life and my personal life and just balancing everything out and not like letting things control me and just like um letting go of like trying to control things I can't and stuff like that yeah to bounce off like the image thing and like having to feel perfect it's hard to explain because you feel this like everyone expects you to be perfect mm -hmm. but no one is really expecting you to be perfect it's something that you made up in your mind subconsciously and it's honestly the most annoying thing the most annoying thing to try and break too mm -hmm. so i love that we have basically four different types of anxieties which is why i wanted annalise to talk about this so much because i know that she deals with different stuff that i deal with which is why she's so good for me to be my best friend is because we help each other with different stuff. Like, we have different mm -hmm. struggles. And I honestly think that's why, like, God brought us to be best friends. Mm -hmm. we, um, like, balance each other out. Yeah, literally, yeah. like, if I'm scared to talk to someone or I'm just nervous to do basically anything with social interaction, she's yeah. always like, Ashlyn, you got this. Come on, yeah. let's just go. And anything with school, I just try to be like, it's... Like, whatever God has in his plan is going to happen, mm -hmm. and you don't need to kill yourself over it. Like, it's nothing that is going to be life or death. 30 years from now, you're going to be like, GPA who? Yeah, I really like, had to learn that this year. Like, I feel like I've gotten a lot better. Like, when I first moved to Texas, because I used to live in California, and, like, schooling was just, like, oh, so much different. When I first got to Texas, like... I was struggling. I was on the struggle bus. Like, I would, like, have breakdowns and, like, my parents would have to talk to me and stuff. But I learned how to, like, balance things out and, like, surround myself with the right people and, like, just calm, be more calm and peaceful in, like, what I'm doing and just, like, understand, like, it's not that deep. It's mm -hmm. just school. And, like, honestly, like, I feel like that's why I was able to, like, let that anxiety go. Like, through, like, church camp and just being around, like, church family and just, like, going mm -hmm. to different things, it really helps. So we have come up with five tips and kind of some not even tips, just kind of ways that we have dealt with it and we have seen major growth from anxiety and how we have let it go from our lives. So the first one would definitely be prayer and worship. So I'm going to start off with this one because this was definitely the thing that has helped the most. Whenever I get anxiety and I sit back and really evaluate why I'm having it, and what I'm doing different in my life that is causing this anxiety because that's kind of the most important thing to do is to evaluate where it's coming from because then you can track it and you can switch it and you can let it go. And so I think that that's like one of the first things you need to do. If you're having anxiety, you need to figure out the source. Just for me personally, I can find whenever I'm having the most anxiety, I'm not in the word or I'm not praying hard enough, or I'm not worshiping like I'm supposed to. In the fall, I went through a long time period 
of my anxiety being so bad. Like it was probably the worst that's ever been. And I constantly compared myself to my freshman year self because then I honestly had no worries in the world. Like I, I was just an overall super joyful person. And I know that it comes with like growing up, you get more and more anxieties, but I just constantly compared myself to freshman year me because I know then I did not have any anxieties. So that wasn't really helping. It was comparison. I was just worried about every single relationship. I didn't have a set friend group and I never really have. I've always been kind of the floating type where I didn't stay with one group in particular, but I was definitely beating myself up over it because I could see on Snapchat and on Instagram all these girls hanging out mm -hmm. and like guys and girls hanging out together, which was something that I didn't usually do. Like I would hang out with either like all guys or all girls. Like I didn't have a group that everyone was together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely struggled with that a lot. That was also the time period that I was not going to church because I mean, I had a pretty good job. I was working at this place called Dewberry Farm. It is basically a family fun place. It's during the fall, so it has like a corn maze, pumpkin patch, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And me and Annalise actually worked together mm -hmm. and we made fried Oreos, which smacks. So good. Um, I'm actually gluten-free, but I about that. <laughs> ate them every single week, which was not good for my stomach, but, um, I mean, it was for pretty, the taste buds. Yeah, it was good for the taste buds. Shoot. <laughs> but, um, once I really evaluated why my anxiety was getting so bad, I figured out it was because I was not going to church and I was not getting poured into because I was trying so hard to still be that light that I had always been a pouring into people and on my Instagram, follow me at Ashlyn Lemos. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plugging. Um, I would really try to create posts that reflected the light of God, but it was so hard for me to do that because I was not being poured into. And you can't pour out to people if you're not being poured into because you're basically an empty glass trying to pour out. Looking back on it, I realized that it was because I was not going to church and being poured into. It's because I was not being in the word. Since then, what I've implemented was going to church every week, obviously, but if I were to get that job back, what I would do differently is I would start my morning with worship and prayer and I would watch a sermon from a past time or a podcast, either Transformation Church, Hope City, Highlands, because that is like such a great way to start it off. But definitely I would start it off in prayer. Prayer is ultimately what changes everything because it's not the religion, it's the relationship with God. He's not gonna change your heart through religion. He's gonna change your heart by you actually beginning a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of hard for like people to understand too. Mm -hmm. Like it's for a lot of teens especially, like it's kind of hard to get motivated to, you know, be in prayer, be in worship, read your Bible. And like for me too, like I felt that for sure. But like once you start, you're just gonna be hungry, like for God and for what He has for your life. It's definitely hard to start up even so I grew up all my life going to church and I didn't really start really getting into the word until about seventh grade, but I have definitely had my spots where I just did not read the word 
and I felt guilty because I was like, I know I need to have a relationship with God, but at the same time, it was so hard to get started. But once I got started, after literally the first day, I was like, okay, I'm so ready for tomorrow. I'm so ready for tonight. I'll just read my Bible again. Like this mm -hmm. fire just ignited. The hardest thing is to start, is to start. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like if you're a Christian and you are dealing with anxiety about literally anything, start with prayer and worship. I promise you it will help immensely mm -hmm. like if you don't take anything away from this podcast except for this let it be just start with god because he he is the beginning he is a creator and he is the one that made you and he knows your heart better than anything else he knows your heart better than your family your friends he knows your deepest darkest secrets he knows how to heal you better than anyone ever will any mom best friend boyfriend he is the one that you always want to start with even if you don't think that he's listening like he is mm -hmm. like always like even if you feel like out of place like you're never out of place with god like there's always like he's always with you he's always in your heart like you just can't like think that he's not so a big thing for me like coping with anxiety and stuff like that especially I remember like one time I was like, I whenever, like I talked about, whenever I moved to Texas, like that's kind of when my anxiety was like, not as worse, but like kind of like a lot because like new people, new school, like all that type of stuff. One thing my mom told me that like I'll never forget is like, she was like, Annalise, you can only control the controllables. I would be so afraid like that I was gonna mess up or that like I wasn't doing good enough or like just like trying to do more than I could. And like whenever she told me like, you can only control the controllables. It really helped me because like you can only do so much for yourself and you have to leave the rest in God's hands. You can't try to um, overcome something that God has set for you. There's a lot that goes into it. Really just like n navigating through life, like you have to like lean into God more and just realize that like you can only do so much and that the rest is for him and like he's gonna have a path for you no matter what. And that was just something that really helped me, like, get through a lot of stuff that I was dealing with. Also, by controlling the controllables, what I think of is not only, like, getting into your word and worshiping, but also creating a routine for yourself. I know that working out is super good for me, not only because, like, it makes you, like, healthier and more fit, but it just makes you feel better overall. And I know that working out is it outlet for a lot of people that have anxiety just because you have control over your body you have control like going to the gym every day you make the choice you make the choice how hard you want to work at the gym you make the choice on what you want to do at the gym like everything there is controlled mm -hmm. and so being able to control that just being able to like if you're dealing with anxiety i would try to start a routine start going to the gym start maybe like a new diet plan not exactly like going on like a diet but just trying something new like try cut out dairy try cut out gluten just try something that you can control mm -hmm. because it will make you feel like you just have more of a grip on your life like I know <laughs> I went gluten-free like a year ago and I'm not the best at it to be honest but Definitely, it has helped me feel like I 
have more of a say in my own life instead of just watching all these events like pass by and like just fly by me being like bro what is going on um just keeping a consistency like yeah helps definitely like just creating a routine for yourself being able to control what you can but not being disappointed if you can't control something right That's so don't beat yourself up if you can't control something and also, like, even in the routines, like, if you really don't have time that day to go work out, don't beat yourself up over it mm -hmm. because it's honestly just going to make your anxiety worse. I know with anxiety, it's hard to start a routine because you're afraid that you can't live it through, but I would just go out there and start it. I think that's one of the mm -hmm. biggest things with anxiety. You literally just have to push yourself to start something. Like... And starting is the hardest part. Really Sometimes is. you have to get to your rock bottom just to be able to be like, you know what? I'm just going to start working out. I'm just going to see where this goes. And we'll see what happens. We'll see if it helps. Because honestly, you can't control everything. But controlling the controllables helps immensely. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I still struggle with, like, consistency and, like, like being dedicated to a certain thing and honestly like now that we're not in school right now that's kind of like showed me that like dang you really need to get back on your game because school would like keep me in check like I you know yeah. I played soccer so like I would w be working out every day like I had people I talked to youth group every Wednesday like just connections in church and now it's like really like a ch challenging me to like be like get myself together like you know what I mean like get yourself together and like get out there you know work out and like just be in the word every day as well like and still stay connected to those people you talk to every day mm -hmm. because that's like a really important thing especially during this time yeah so the next thing that we're going to go into is social media and taking a step back Ugh. so <laughs> this is for you tiktok you big fat <laughs> <laughs> this is for rachel you big <laughs> no but seriously like social media it oh it is a source of so many issues yeah we love it so much it's, like, <laughs> it's the source of so many issues but it's also a good thing for a lot of people yeah it really depends so like i know that with social media i don't have as much of an issue with social media and my anxiety i have like comparison and like i get some like bad vibes from social media and then like comparing myself to like all these girls especially like girls in my school i'm like oh, you are beautiful and i'm like <laughs> why don't i look like that like i'm sitting over here with like dark eye circle bags and then she's over here like literally just woke up like it looks beautiful woke glowing. up like this i'm doing the duck face right now um for real if you wake up like that like please tell me how <laughs> like hair not frizzy could never relate uh i wake up every morning and my hair looks like you know like uh, what's his name chad from um high school musical like corbin blue you know how it's just like a big afro that's yeah. my that's my hair every I, I usually like to compare myself to a lion in the morning <laughs> <laughs> i think it really it really helps <laughs> but um definitely if social media is a source of anxiety for you mm -hmm. I would take a break. Um, my church used to do a 30-day fast from social media. Yeah. And honestly, like, 
sometimes you can't even tell what effect social media has on you until you get a break from it. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I'm so much happier of a person. And I have so much time to do stuff. And actually, Annalise just did a social media fast. Yeah. So if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I did a, a social media fast during my 21 days of prayer and fasting with my church. And it was, I did TikTok and Instagram. And honestly, like, I didn't realize, like, how much I'll just be, like, looking for those apps. And, like, it's not that, like, I'll just, like, want to be on it, just, like, compare myself or whatever. But, like, whenever you're on it, you don't realize that you're constantly just, like, thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, okay, I need to get that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I really want that. Or, like, oh, why can't I just have her abs? Like, come on. Like, that's literally. Literally. Like, and just taking a step back, like, just made me realize, like, I was just on it too much. Like, it just mm -hmm. makes you, like, think about, like, you could be doing other things and, like, not having those thoughts. Because, like, just it always being there, like, you're always going to want to be like, be on it. And it's not even, like, like it, sometimes it isn't a bad thing. Like, sometimes it's a good thing. Like, there's a lot of things, you know, catching up with family and, like, all that stuff. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it's really nice to just take a step back and, like, not have to, like, see that every day. It just, like, helps you, like, mentally and just, like, you can go back on it and, like, just take a little fast from it and then... It's like a lot better. It just feels better. Honestly, even a day without it mm -hmm. does so much. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I had a day off of TikTok, I would be so productive. Literally, <laughs> I feel like I don't have a problem with any other social media. Like, Instagram, mm, but I don't really scroll that much. Yeah. I just, like, post and then I get off. Yeah. But TikTok, it... <laughs> I don't even want I don't to. get it. Like, how does it do that? You know what? I'm going to look at my screen time right now for TikTok. Ooh, I'm... Okay, I'll do it too. <laughs> so, okay. Let's see. But, like, it's like you'll be on there and you're like, okay, like, four minutes. Like, I'm just going to wait till it's 2 o'clock. And then it's 2.30 and you're like, what? Like, how? It just... Time flies when you're on TikTok and it just really is really, like, just annoying. Okay. So, um, TikTok is my most used app. <laughs> And let's see. Today is oh. mm -hmm. today is Thursday, and the week starts on Sunday. And I is this for today? Oh no. Okay, so <gasps> so far this week I have spent 15 hours on TikTok. Wait, how did you find that? Today is. Today is Thursday, and it is 3.10, and I've already spent 2 hours and 48 minutes on, on TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> so if that doesn't tell you something, hmm, I don't know what will. Yeah, so um, I think it's time to do a little fast. <laughs> you literally? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the number. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Uh. Yeah, social media, like, it's fun. I Like, I'm not even allowed to you. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. But just sometimes it's okay to just, like, clear your mind and just be like, okay, like, I am who I am. Like, you yeah. are who you are. Like, you do you. I'll do me. Like, we're fine. But, like, just to take a step back is just nice. Yeah, and going into the next point. So, this was one that I came up with pretty much myself. Like, this is something that I have definitely had to do to overcome my anxiety and honestly it doesn't seem like something that would help but it did and i have an example so i'll just get right into it right. 
it's getting uncomfortable and this is for my social anxiety so I as I already explained like I get nervous that people aren't gonna like me I get nervous to go talk to people it's just anything with social interactions confrontation oh my gosh I cannot that's a big struggle for like a lot of people confrontation yeah. is just yeah like bringing anything up I'm like <laughs> I I would rather <laughs> I would rather be like someone hurting my feelings and me just like dealing with it this than is me, not good than me telling them like that's the kind of person I am like I'll just like let you keep hurting my feelings because I don't want to hurt your feelings by telling you that you're hurting my feelings you know what I mean we're working on this it is we something that I am still working on um but getting uncomfortable so Back in January, I went to Close Up Trip, which if you don't know what that is, it is a trip that each school in KDIC and then schools from different states take to Washington, D.C. for a week and you get paired up with different people from every state and you go tour Washington, D.C. Basically, you learn how the government works, you go to museums, which was my favorite part, and you just learn a lot about American history. So I went with one of my best friends named Callie. Callie, I love you. Callie G, period. Um, <laughs> but um, I went with my friend Callie. And Callie is a very extroverted person. I am not. I, I'm in the middle. So if I'm with a close friend, I will be extroverted. I will talk to anyone. I will act like a crackhead. But if I am alone, I'm introvert. I will not talk to anyone. I will mm -hmm. stand in the corner and play on my phone and act like I'm on a phone call and talk whenever I'm actually not. Um, that's just how I am. But in Washington, I was like, you know what? I don't know any of these people. I'm probably never going to see any of these people ever again because they to lose. live in different states. Exactly. I literally have nothing to lose. So since I'm going to college next semester, I'm going to have to be getting out of my comfort zone and become more extroverted anyway. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to practice. Break social anxiety. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm just going to YOLO it. And it was so hard. Like, at first, it was so hard. Like, I... Yeah, dancing in the middle of the street must have been really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just going up and talking to different people in groups, mm. I was like, oh, this is scary. But, um, I, I just yellowed it, and I went and talked to anyone and everyone. And that didn't really start till like, the second or third day that we were there. But once I started putting myself in these uncomfortable positions, I started training myself. And by training myself, I started, the anxiety started to go away. And it sounds kind of weird, but once you train yourself and you just keep putting yourself in uncomfortable positions, the anxiety will fade away because you are basically telling Satan or telling the enemy or just telling anxiety in general that you have no hold over me and I have control over myself. And that was the biggest thing for me. And I was so <laughs> bold during that trip. Like, I miss that trip so much. But 
I made myself so bold and I just became so fearless in that trip and it kind of it might sound stupid to some people but honestly like I made myself so proud by going and talking to people mm -hmm. it was just amazing honestly she met some very special people <laughs> <laughs> Actually, by getting out of my comfort zone, I kind of got a boyfriend, so... Uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> she cheated on me, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, putting yourself in uncomfortable positions, for me, like, one of the biggest things that I always wanted to do was worship, because, like, I really like singing. Mm -hmm. Like, I always like being in front of a camera, like, just being in front of, you know, a crowd, like, it feels nice, whatever. And so, like, I finally just, like was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I started worship at my youth group, and that was, like, a big way for me to just, like, be like, you know, I don't care anymore. Like, this is, like, I just wanted to do what I want to do, not, like, think about what other people would think and stuff like that. That was kind of a big breakthrough for me. So definitely getting uncomfortable, putting yourself out there, just forcing yourself no matter how much you don't want to do it, how much anxiety is convincing you that you can't, that no one's going to like you, that... Other people can, a big thing for me is other people can do it, but if you try, you can't. We stunt on anxiety. <laughs> Literally, we stomp. You know how, like, those TikToks are like, will you stomp on your best friend for a million dollars? I'll do it for free. <laughs> will you stomp on anxiety for a million dollars? Be like, no, I'd be doing it for free. <laughs> Amen. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> so, now for the final point. I don't know, I feel like every point in here was like a big point, but this is also something that is controllable. It helps so much because it's surrounding yourself with people who, who inspire, inspire you. Period. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this one? Well, this is a really good one because like... Honestly, like, once you do this, you'll, like, realize such a difference in your life. Like, mm -hmm. you want to be around people who inspire you, like, to be, like, to better yourself. And, like, honestly, like, being surrounded by people who, you know, love Jesus and, you know, hey. we're all just, like, together. Like, everybody's just, like, hyping each other up. Like, we want each other to grow in their faith. We want each other to better themselves. And, like, just surrounding yourself with those type of people, like, makes you realize a lot of things and just, like, how easy it is to, like be influenced like in the right way like if you're just around like good people like Ashlyn has hey. been inspiring me <laughs> stop I'm blushing <laughs> that's like it like one thing I realized like having just like that rock that you can just like talk to about anything and just mm -hmm. like you know like really feeling like you won't be judged like yeah just inspires you to do better and just like seeing what they're doing and like just being able to be like, dang, like, I want to do that too. Like, that's a really big, like, realization. Because if you look around your friend group or just people you're around all the time and if you don't and you don't feel inspired, like, what is it called? It's like you're not, like, in a friend group. You're in a cage or something like that. You I was that? literally going to bring up that. Yeah. Um, ugh, it was on Instagram. Your yeah. brother posted it. Yeah. If you look at the people in your circle and you don't get inspired, you don't have a circle. You have a cage. Mike drop oh my gosh when i read that i was like this is like absolutely beautiful it yeah so accurate it was just it's crazy but it's so true i think talking about anxiety is so important right now no one really talks about it as much as i would like i feel like it's some taboo topic that mm -hmm. everyone tries to like hop over and like oh like older adults 
they're like, oh, you're too young to have anxiety. Yeah. I'm like, <clears throat> about that. I feel like the most anxious people right now are teens because we have social media, so we are already comparing ourselves. Our coping mechanism is comedy. Um, <laughs> like, we, as teens, like, it's kind of hard to communicate these things, like, in, like, just in general, and I think that's why, like, it's not talked about a lot, because, mm -hmm. like, nobody wants to open up about it. And, like, social media, you're like, no, like, I'm not, like, that's not me. But then, like, you, like, realize, like, yeah, it could be and like just like being able to like talk about it and like spill out about it it's just like good to do so this is why i wanted to create this podcast was to be able to talk about things i just wanted to talk about things that some people don't really touch on and then also again with like living yellow like so how i want to tie this in with living yellow because every episode i want to tie in the topic with how it relates to the title so Living Yellow, how I was saying in my intro video, if you didn't listen to that, you go can listen to it. You can go listen to it. It's like three minutes. This is probably gonna be around 45. It's pretty fire, not gonna lie. Um <laughs> But basically I explained what the title meant to me. And so living yellow, living a joyful life. And I feel like joy and anxiety aren't friends <laughs> at all. So being able to free yourself from anxiety is also unlocking joy into your life and inviting it into your life. So that's why I wanted to talk to anxiety about anxiety so bad and why I'm so passionate about anxiety. First of all, because I deal with it. I feel like that is just something that everyone deals with in some sort, um, whether it be school, image, social, being scared of the dark. Um, <laughs> running to your bed every night, hitting your head on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> running into walls. <laughs> something that I do often for some reason. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm. And if you have any input on what you want to hear, any topics that you want me to talk about, I'm no expert on anything, but I definitely dealt with enough to be able to talk about subjects so just DM me on Instagram at Ashlyn Lemos. My name, how you spell it, is literally right up there in the little podcast art. <laughs> so you can just look it up there. And also, if you ever need to talk or need someone to talk to, I'm always here. I'm a safe space. I just want to thank you so much for listening. And I really hope that you got something out of it. And Annalise, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I was you. kind of scared, but that was kind of good. I liked it. Definitely fun. Once once you get into the conversation, it just gets so much easier. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but thank you guys so much thank for tuning in. And I cannot wait to talk to you next episode. Yeah.